Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss, to just living better and with more energy, or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella and today I'm joined by Miss Megan Ewer. Hey Megan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I am so happy to have you on and you guys, Megan is the founder of Harmony Restored, but I'm going to let her tell you more about who she is and what she does. Megan, you're up. Thanks. Yeah. So I am a mom of three. I am an emotion code practitioner, which is a form of energy healing. I'm a Reiki healer. I've written two books on healing. I do a lot of online work that focuses on helping people heal stress and anxiety, which I believe is at the root of all of our physical and emotional pain. And yeah, mom of three (laughs) running a business, just kind of crazy. It's easy. No big deal. No biggie. Let's talk about work-life balance. No, that's not a thing. (laughs) Megan, I've been looking for someone to talk to me about something that we call EFT and tapping. And that's what I really want to delve into with you today. I know we could talk about any number of things because of your healing practice. I know you cover a lot of other topics, but Megan, I really want to understand more about what tapping is. Does it work? Explain to people who've never even heard the term before. But before we do that, I would really like to know your backstory. Like what led you into this space? Because I find that people don't end up in this space by accident. There's usually a story behind it. Would that be true for you? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you had told me, you know, 15 years ago that I was going to be a, an energy healer or anything of the sort, I would be like, what the heck is that? And like, you're crazy. Um, So yeah, I mean, I came from very mainstream upbringing, you know, ate at McDonald's, you know, went to the doctors, did all that stuff, like just very mainstream and had no concept that there was any sort of mind body connection or that our emotions made a difference in our life somehow. Or, you know, I just, I was not in tune with that at all. And um, then I had kids and my first son came out of the womb screaming and did not stop for about three years and was just miserable and tons of digestive things and wasn't talking, wasn't making eye contact, banging his head against the wall, finally got diagnosed with autism. And at that point, um, my mama bear kind of came out and I was ready to figure this out. And because I knew there was something going on that could help him feel more at peace in his body. And I didn't know what it was. And I went on this mission of trying to help my son. And in the process, I kind of stopped taking care of myself. And because my whole life was revolving around him. And I had a daughter at that point, her name is Ella. <laughs> and um, she sounds really intelligent. <laughs> Yes, and she sound amazing. So I had a, you know, I had two little kids, one on the spectrum, and at that point, my my own health started to decline, and I was so frustrated because at that point we were doing all this alternative stuff. You know, we had we'd done the mainstream stuff with my son, and it was not working, and so we we went alternative and started seeing a lot of progress with my son, but I was getting worse, and so I started doing all the stuff. I, you know. I mean, our diets had already changed. We were eating healthy, 
getting good sleep. We were exercising. We were, you know, taking a thousand dollars worth of supplements. Like we were doing everything quote unquote, right. But I was getting sick and I was like, what gives like, I'm doing all of this stuff. I'm seeing a naturopath. I'm, you know, yada, 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 yada. And so I was so frustrated and trying all these things and I was not getting any better. I was actually getting a lot worse. I was stressing about, you know, I, I wouldn't go to restaurants because I was terrified of, you know, soy oil. And I, I was terrified of the toxins in the environment. And I was, I would, I was stressed out all the time, worried about every little thing, every crumb that passed my mouth, Mm -hmm. every, like everything. I was just like crazy. At that point, I kind of hit rock bottom. And I just remember laying on the couch, so fatigued that I felt like I couldn't move And my two little kids, you know, running and playing in front of me and just thinking my life is literally passing me by like, and I don't know what else to do. And I was just so frustrated. And I was like, you know what, I'm done. Like, I'm just giving up. I don't care about this, you know, eating healthy anymore. I don't care about taking all these stupid supplements. Like I'm just, I've done it all and it's not working. I'm actually worse. So I'm done. And it was actually the same day. (laughs) So that afternoon, a friend of mine called and she said, Hey, I'm doing this weird thing. It's energy work. It's kind of out there. It's super woo woo. You know, I was like, I don't care. Like I'm up for anything. Like I, you know, I don't think this stuff works anymore. You know, I'm kind of over it, but Hey, if you, you know, she was getting certified in the emotion code and she just needed people to work on it. And I was like, fine, I don't care. Like you can do it, but I don't really believe in any of this stuff anymore because it's not worked so far. And what happened after that, um, after working with her for just a couple of sessions was pretty freaking amazing. And my symptoms started to unravel so quickly and I felt so much better. It felt like I could breathe. It felt like there was this weight lifted off of my chest and I couldn't believe it. And so at that point I was like, something is going on here. Like, what is this emotion code thing? What is this energy work? What is this EFT stuff? And I, I started to research into it and realized how much my emotions and my stress were affecting my health. And I, the whole time I kept thinking, I've got to fix, you know, my quote unquote sickness, my illness with food and supplements and other doctors and like all these physical things. But in reality, all of that suffering was coming at an emotional level. It was all, that was a manifestation of my stress and of my anxiety and all these emotions that I've been carrying from this whole experience with my son. And I didn't realize that. And so I started doing tapping and I started doing emotion code and other forms of energy healing, which again, was super woo woo to me at first. But when you're sick and something works, like it doesn't, you don't care anymore. (laughs) It's like, I don't care how woo woo this is. So combining all these different forms of energy work, realizing that I was not a sick person and that I was actually really healthy and that, and I started throwing away my diet books and started getting rid of stuff that like made me feel like there was something wrong with me. Deciding that there wasn't anything wrong with me and living my life out of that mindset is really what completely radically changed my life. And so now I'm on the other side of it where, you know, I see clients full time and I help them through the emotional root cause of whatever they're experiencing. If it's an, if it's an emotion like anxiety or depression, or if it's a physical ailment, like autoimmune disease or cancer or headaches or (laughs) whatever, knee pain, um, we work on the emotional level of that suffering and it's awesome. I think that the story arc that you're sharing is so interesting and actually common to a lot of people who find themselves on this journey, which is to say, 
that many of us grew up in a very traditional sort of standard, if you will, environment. Shout out to the McDonald's birthday party. Um <laughs> <laughs> and traditional medicine and all of that. And then we, for whatever reason, we start exploring and discovering and learning, which occasionally for some of us leads to like a manic obsession and a fear-based eating strategy and worrying that we're, you know, everything we eat is either contributing to our health or to a disease. And so then we become hyper, hyper focused and we make ourselves crazy. And then after that, there's a pursuit of sort of higher consciousness where we zoom out a little bit and we open our eyes to just so many more options for what self-care looks like, how to be conscious, how to stay aware, how to not focus on food so much or our bodies so much and be open to so many more sources of fulfillment and peace and harmony. And it sounds like that's where you are. Yeah. And so I focus more on that spiritual aspect of it, but taking that even farther, because what I noticed on that journey is that we can take this mentality of what I like to call diet culture of eat this certain way or do this certain thing, whatever it is, and then everything will be better. You can take that same mentality and apply it to spirituality, apply it to emotional stuff, apply it to consciousness, all of that where, well, if I meditate, if I do yoga, and if I'm doing my EFT, and then everything will be fine. And I think what I've come to in my journey is coming to this place of acceptance of what is, meaning that life is going to one day it's great and one day it doesn't feel great, but it's okay. And there's nothing wrong. And that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Like if you, if I wake up tomorrow and I have anxiety, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me. That just means that there's something passing through and to let it slide. It's like the weather, like our emotions are like the clouds in the sky where who we really are at the core is the sun. It's this, it's never changing, steady, constant. It's still there even when we can't see it because it's a rainy day and our emotions are like the storms and the rain and the clouds coming in and to stay grounded when the storms are there, when the anxiety or the anger or frustration or whatever, overwhelm, fatigue, whatever you're feeling, those are just clouds. And you can meditate all day and you can drink green juice all day and you can do all these different things, but that doesn't change that like the sun is still there. Like you can't change that. Like you are whole at the core, no matter what you're doing, even if you are eating McDonald's every day or eating green juice every day or meditating or not, or whatever, we're all whole. And so to just make peace with whatever storm clouds decide to roll in and trust that they're passing. I think it really all roots into this belief that we think there's something wrong with us when we have a headache or we have anxiety or, you know, something goes wrong in our relationships or whatever. Like we, something's wrong with me. I've got to fix this. I've got to change it. I've got to work harder. I've got to punish myself. I've got to, and that's just, that's what creates all the stress. And that's what creates ultimately the disease in our bodies. And so we get to this place where we realize there isn't anything fundamentally wrong with us. And when that's true, there's nothing to fix. I think alternative health does a lot of fear mongering when it comes to that. And I think it's a really affected people who are genuinely trying to feel better, but are looking in the wrong places. And they think that cutting out gluten is going to, you know, completely make all their dreams come true. And when it doesn't, <laughs> then they they go internal and blame themselves and say, what's wrong with me? Like I did it, you know, I did whole 30 and now I, you know, everything should be great and it's not. So what's wrong with me? 
This is so fundamental to everything that I believe and espouse. And I want to highlight two things that you're sharing. The first thing is that I love telling people, you know, you have everything you need. There's nothing wrong with you that can't be fixed by you because there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So let's start there. But the second point that you're making that I just want to scream from the hilltops is that the interwebs would have you believe that the population can basically be divided into two groups, those who are on the journey and those who have arrived. And so when you're looking at these people who are marketing their services or their diet or their program or their whatever, and I mean no disrespect to them, but one gets the impression that they have arrived at an outcome and you want that outcome. So mm-hmm. you will buy, consume, listen to, eat, drink, breathe, whatever magic bullet they have or that worked for them because you want the outcome that they have. Now, this is where we get tripped up because it can be called really honorable things like personal development and self-awareness and our own evolution. And what it really is, is a story about how some people have climbed the mountain, they're at the top, and they're going to give you the thing you need to join them up there. And I'm like, there, there's no mountain. Like, there's no top. <laughs> we are all on this iterative journey, but nobody's on the other side of it. Megan, you said this when you're like, you still wake up and you have days where you feel anxious. I still wake up and I have days where I feel negative and I don't have a growth mindset. And you know, yeah. we never get to the point where we're like, well, that's done. Yeah. Well, we're still having a human experience. And one thing I put on social media, I don't know, probably a year ago, it was you can't hold 30 your way out of the human experience. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and it's true. Like we can't, like there is not, there is nowhere to arrive. We're already here. Like you are here in this moment, you've arrived, but we, we are constantly looking outside of ourselves for somebody to give us the answer. Somebody must know better. Somebody's got, you know, they know more than I do. Well, one analogy that I like to use, Megan, is that of the Sherpa. So the Sherpa is the person that walks alongside you on your path that maybe has walked down a couple of paths before that are new to you, that can show you some tools to make your path easier, that can expose you to new routes and say, no, 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 friend, like, don't go that way. Let's go this way. It's a little bit easier. And they are, they are walking next to you. Perhaps they make the journey more interesting, more fun, more informed in some way. And that's how I like to look at resources that I follow or come across. And, and, you know, I sort of sort through their tools and see which ones work for me. And that's frankly how I came across the subject that I want to talk with you today about tapping and EFT. But I need to get some definitions on the table, Megan. So (laughs) can you like give us a quick 101 on a couple of terms? First of all, tell everybody what the emotion code is, because that's like capital E, capital C. Can you share what that is? Emotion code is a form of energy work. You know, it's not something I created. I'm a practitioner. Mm -hmm. Um, Dr. Bradley Nelson is the creator of the emotion code. And it is a way to release emotional baggage on the energetic and subconscious level. So this is what I do with clients every day where, um, and I tell people, you know, EFT and emotion code work really well together. So emotion code is is a modality that's really good for healing old stuff the old baggage stuff from your childhood maybe stuff you don't even remember like it's old clearing out old emotional traumas and EFT which is emotional freedom technique is a way that the individual you don't need a practitioner i mean you can if you want but you don't have to you can learn how to do that on your own EFT is something i teach my clients to do and this is what they do on a day-to-day basis to 
keep themselves balanced to release stuff as it comes up so that it doesn't become trapped and turn into old emotional baggage. <laughs> so the two of these things combined, the emotion code that I help my clients do, you know, which we're clearing old stuff and EFT that they can be empowered to do in their everyday life. Those two things together, for me, what I'm seeing is, you know, is some really great stuff coming out of that combination of the two. EFT, what I've noticed is that it's it's really good for the in the moment emotions. So, you know, if you're driving down the road and feeling anxiety, like you can sit there and tap while you're driving. And it's great for those acute negative emotions or negative thinking or whatever comes up in the moment. That's what EFT, what I've noticed is really good for. And basically what you're doing is combining ancient Chinese medicine and energy work with modern psychology where you are tapping on different meridian points, which is the ancient Chinese medicine aspect. The modern psychology aspect is you are narrating what you're feeling. You're validating what's going on. So you're tapping on these points while you're saying, I'm feeling a lot of tightness in my chest right now, or I'm feeling a lot of anxiety right now, or this is making me feel X, Y, or Z. And we just, you kind of just go through what you're feeling and you narrate it and you will start to feel that energy, the emotion in your body shift. And there's been tons of like clinical studies done on EFT and showing how it's effective for treating anxiety and depression and PTSD in, um, in veterans and, and it reduces stress hormones. It, it does all these really amazing things. And, um, you know, they're starting to use it in hospitals and doctors are using it. And it's just a great way to, to help heal those acute things that are kind of coming up in our everyday life. Okay. So EFT is tapping or tapping rather is EFT. Yep. Same thing. Okay. That stands for emotion freedom technique. And Mm -hmm. when you say tapping, you mean quite literally your finger pads tapping on various meridians on your face and body. Yeah. Mm, Yep. Yep. Okay. So what's very cool to me about EFT is that it can be taught to people to just deploy as needed whenever. Mm hmm. Totally. Yeah. That's the picture I want to paint for people today. And and I have never done this before because I don't know how. Like I don't I don't know what to do. So I want you to tell us about that too. But people that I know and respect, they they do tapping exercises like before they do a public speaking gig and that kind of thing, like to calm their nerves and that sort of thing. I know people use it to quell anxiety and to kind of chill them out before they go on some sort of emotional binge eating tirade. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) So can you share the how and then we'll talk about, you know, the what and the when. So talk me through and you've already said this a little bit, but tell us more about how do you do it and how can we teach ourselves? So there are so many videos online that you can search and do EFT. So I have several videos on my website where I have EFT for panic attacks, EFT for anxiety, EFT for um, depression, EFT for food anxiety. If you've got a lot of anxiety about what to eat, I have, so there's tons of videos. Um, Brad Yates is another really great um, resource on YouTube. He just makes all these EFT videos and you literally just copy exactly what he's doing. He shows you where to tap you say what he's saying. Same thing in my videos. So you just follow along. It's really that easy. But there's different points on your face, on your chest, under your arm, and on the top of your head 
that you tap on while you say something. And some people like to just do affirmations. They'll just say, they'll just say affirmations while they're tapping on the different points. Some people like to, again, to acknowledge and validate what they're feeling. So in that moment, if you're trying to get the kids out the door and it's 7am and you've got the laundry to switch and dishes to do and lunches to pack and yada, 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 and all of a sudden you're feeling really overwhelmed, what you can do is take a pause and just tap for a minute. And it can be 30 seconds, it can be two minutes, but just acknowledge like right now I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Right now I feel really rushed. Just acknowledge what you're feeling and then all of a sudden in your body you will kind of notice a shift where it maybe it downgrades a little bit. So maybe if you were, you know, rating, if I was rating my overwhelm from zero to 10, maybe it was an eight. And then all of a sudden you'll feel like, oh, I think I'm at a five. And then so keep going for a minute oh, maybe I'm at a three now. And then start, then maybe at that point, what I will do intuitively is just say, you know, I don't have to feel overwhelmed right now. Everything is okay. And I'll just start doing the positive affirmations and then I'll check in again and it's at a zero. And so it's just a way, you know, so it's, it's physically tapping on these different points and while you're narrating what is happening in that moment. So it sounds like somebody could watch a few videos and practice a few times and then quite easily do this. It doesn't sound like it would go tragically wrong if you didn't do it perfectly. (laughs) Totally. There's no wrong way to do this. And so the, and that's, there's so many great resources. Just jump on my website or my YouTube channel and there's tons of videos there. And I mean, I did one for kids on the autism spectrum, you know, so the kids can learn how to do this. It's so, it's so simple. That's what I love about it is that it's really empowering because it gives you you a tool that you can use. You don't have to, you know, find a practitioner. You can if you want, but it's so easy to just watch a video. You know, oh, I'm feeling anxiety. I'm going to just go on YouTube and search Megan Buer EFT anxiety. Bam, there's your video. Five minutes later, you're feeling better. Like it's really, it's that simple. You don't have to, you know, pay money. (laughs) You don't have to, like, it's just, it's so Mm -hmm. empowering for people to have that tool. And that's why I love it so much. Okay. And it goes without saying that in the show notes for this episode, I'll link to Megan's resources. And I'll, I'll even throw in a Brad Yates video in the show notes. Megan, why does this work? How does it work? What we're doing on the modern psychology level is we're acknowledging and validating our emotions. To release an emotion that we're feeling, we have to acknowledge and validate it. So if you were to be feeling angry, and you suppressed it, you, you know, got on social media, and you flipped through Facebook, and then maybe you went on Amazon and bought something. And then maybe, you know, you just distract, 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 that anger doesn't actually go anywhere. It's quieter for a little bit, but it's not gone. And then it will blow up somewhere else. What we have to do to release an emotion is we have to acknowledge and validate it. And if that is as simple as saying, you know what, right now I'm feeling angry, and that's okay. And I need to talk to this person or I need to take a break or I need to, you know, what, whatever you need, that's a way that we process through emotions. But if we ignore them and suppress them, they don't, they're not processed through, they don't go anywhere. They get stuck. They get trapped in the body. They cause stress. They cause disease. So what we're doing with EFT is we are acknowledging and validating what is going on in that moment so that it can be released on the other aspect of it on the energetic, emotional, kind of the woo woo part of it. 
we are tapping on different meridian points and basically just giving our body the signal to the amygdala, to the brain that says we're safe, we're okay. And so when we tap on these meridian points, we are energetically getting our body in a place of calm and relaxation. And so combining the psychology and the energy medicine aspect of it, that's what that's why it's so effective is because it's this beautiful marriage between kind of East and West. And, and that's why it is so effective. Have you done this with your kids? Oh, yeah, totally. We do it a lot. And, um, you know, I've done, you know, I did a video um, for Thinking Moms Revolution, which is a um, an autism uh, website. And, you know, and it's, this is a tool that even kids with special needs can learn. It's, you know, and it's just so, it's so simple. It's so easy, you know, and I'll just tell them, you know, if they're at school and they're nervous about something, I'm like, you know what, just go to the bathroom for a minute and tap it out, you know? And so we just tap on these different points. They know where the points are and, you know, they just say, Oh, you know, I'm feeling really nervous about this. It's okay. You know, and they just, it just starts to shift. And so it's, it's so easy that even kids can do it. <laughs> I love the simplicity of this so much. And one thing that I learned in sort of healing my relationship with food and really minimizing, if not utterly slaying, my tendency to emotionally overeat, like that's been a part of my story. Mm-hmm. The power of the pause has been everything for me. Any urge that any of us have to numb out however, whatever your numbing out, you know, option of choice is, the power of the pause allows you to create a consciousness between you and that mindless behavior. Mm -hmm. And what you're talking about really enhances the power of the pause, because it's not just pausing and sitting with a moment with your thoughts and being conscious, it's actually bringing in possibly some resolution. And so I really love this. (laughs) Yeah, it's so fun. And that's, you know, it's something that's something interesting. I love that you said that because that's been a huge part of my journey is, is slow down, take a pause. And I'll say that I say that to my kids. Like, that's when we get all rushy. And we're feel that means we're feeling a bunch of stuff that we're not wanting to feel and we're trying to cover it up. So it's like slowing down and taking a pause. And, you know, I, I do a lot of work um, in the intuitive eating and emotional eating realm. And, you know, I just tell people like, <laughs> this is why we're emotionally eating. It's we're just trying to numb out something we don't want to feel. And so if there's something you don't want to feel, then let's deal with it. You know, like, let's not feel it anymore. <laughs> like really not feel it, not just numb it. Um, because it doesn't go anywhere. It just comes back the next day. And so let's actually get rid of this. So you're not having to think about it and feel it constantly over and over and over again. Let, let's heal that. And that helps release tension from our bodies. It, we're not triggered to emotionally eat. When we feel good, we feel good. And that's, it's so important. It sounds like that would involve, let's, let's stay on this example, then it would involve acknowledging how you feel, validating how you feel and, and then releasing if possible. I mean, I don't mean you should set about tapping, like I'm on a mission, (laughs) Mm -hmm. get out of my body. (laughs) I think that might be missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. But tapping allows the potential for releasing. Is that fair? It is. It's about acknowledging and validating and then releasing. And um, in my online course, it's called Rooted in Health. There's a section where I talk about this, how to do this ourselves, where we acknowledge, validate, release, and then replace. You know, if we're feeling like, oh, you know, all I want to do is eat Ben and Jerry's, 
take a pause. <laughs> what are we really feeling? What's going on underneath the surface? What emotion have maybe you felt that during that day that you're wanting to numb out? Okay, it's um it's overwhelm. Okay, so let's acknowledge. So I was feeling overwhelmed today. So do some tapping. Tap about how you were feeling overwhelmed. Um, so during that, you're doing step one and step two. You're acknowledging, validating. You're also releasing. So EFT takes care of all three of those. Acknowledge, validate, release. And then replace is what do you want to feel instead? And how can you create that emotion in your life now? So if you're wanting to feel joy, well, what brings you joy? And if it is Ben and Jerry's, well, then be mindful and really enjoy it. Do something that brings you joy. You know, EFT is able to take care of those first three steps in emotional healing. And then you get to do the fun part, which is replace it. And that's fun because you're doing something that you want to do instead. And something that I say a lot is, I don't care if you eat the ice cream, but do it <laughs> consciously and enjoy it instead exactly. of the mindless, you know, like getting rid of the evidence style. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. There's a, it's totally, there's nothing wrong with eating ice cream or pizza or whatever you want to eat, but, but do it because that's what you really want. Not because it's a habit or because it's, you know, you're trying to numb out. And so, yeah, there's a big difference between intuitive eating and emotional eating. Megan, this has been a lot of fun and I want to go try this. So I'm going to link to your videos after I watch them and <laughs> I'll share those with everybody. And is there anything else that I should be asking you about this topic? Is there anything else that people need to know? I don't think so. I mean, I think we've really covered it. I, I'm just excited for the listeners to know that there is something out there that can help them feel better um, because it really just comes down to feeling good. And when we feel good, our physical health is better. We're happier. Our relationships are better. I mean, it, it all comes down to feeling good. And this is such an easy and simple tool that people can learn. I'm excited for everybody to hear about it. I want to challenge everybody to give it a go. Megan, thank you so much for your time. This has been fun. Yeah, it's been so fun to talk with you. Talk to you later. Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.